Hello there, everyone. Good. Uh, well, it's about to be good afternoon, but I'll say good morning. Uh, good morning, because it's still 11.59 a.m. Uh, Eastern time zone over here in Toronto. But uh, good, good morning and soon to be good afternoon to everyone out there tuning in. Uh, let me know in the comments. The audio and video is clear. I just want to make sure I am indeed live. Looks like uh, the notification has gone out. Awesome. Uh, just wanted to, to confirm that, folks. Uh, there, there's been a little a bit of a glitch here and there with uh, with LinkedIn Live, but uh, let me know in the comments uh, who you are, where you're tuning in from. Uh, shout out to everyone on Facebook tuning in on uh, on LinkedIn, obviously uh, on YouTube as well as on per Periscope. Uh, so shout out to everyone tuning in, and uh, let me know in the comments. The audio and video is clear. Uh, let us know who you are, where you're tuning in from. Represent your city. Let us know where you're, you're, uh, where you're, uh, you're based out of. Uh, we got BT Nandu in the house. Hey, BT, nice to see you here. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, let me know in the comments, folks. So today's uh, today's a really awesome. Uh, oh, okay. So we got the comments coming. Hey, Druthi, thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate that. Uh, we got Shatija in the in uh, in the building, uh, all the way from India. Wow, thanks for tuning in, Shatija. Appreciate appreciate that. Um, and, uh, yeah, let us know in the comments folks. And, uh, oh, we got, uh, we got Joel. Uh, Hey Joel, thanks so much for tuning in. Good to see you here. We got uh, Pallavi. Good morning, Pallavi. Thanks for tuning in. Well, actually technically now it's good afternoon uh, here in Toronto. Uh, so, uh, Vrushali, good afternoon. Uh, uh Vrushali is a BA from Toronto. Awesome. Uh, uh, BT, uh, BT Nandu says, uh, good noon to you. Thanks, uh, BT. Appreciate that. Uh, we got Rahul, uh, who says good morning from Toronto. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in Rahul. Uh, we got Divyesh. We got Iris. Hey, Iris, thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in. And uh, now before we before I bring on my fantastic guest who has who's been a previous guest on my pre on on my other show, which is my Tech Talks uh, show, which is on Tuesdays. And uh, so previously I brought Eno on the show, and and the focus was more so on the actual role of the uh, business analyst. Uh, we will be touching on that today, but for the most part, today's conversation is going to be more more so. Uh, like a career discussion regarding the business analysis uh, career path. Uh, I'm going to have Eno uh, speak about her, you know, how her career path has been, the challenges, mistakes that BAs make in their career, all of that good stuff. And feel free, folks, all of you put put your questions in the comments. I uh, just have a few more shout outs here. We got Manpreet tuning in from Winnipeg. All right, Winnipeg is in the house. Thanks for tuning in, uh, Manpreet from YouTube. Um, and then we got Ebenezer from Toronto. Thanks for tuning in, Ebenezer. Appreciate you. Uh, we got Vinod also from Toronto. Hey, Vinod, thanks for tuning in. We got Snail. Uh, good afternoon, Snail. Thanks for tuning in. And we got Zafar from our nation's capital, Ottawa. Zafar, thanks so much for tuning in. Okay, folks, so I'm going to, uh, you know, just a few announcements before we get this thing started. Uh, so firstly, for those of you who are in tech here in Toronto, uh, torontojobs.ca is organizing the virtual, uh, they call it the TO Tech Career Fair, which is taking place in August. I will be uh, presenting at uh, at the career fair. So if you haven't already, make sure you check it out. Uh, so it's going to be August 25th. The, the entire session is from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, sorry, not the entire session. The entire conference is from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. I will be speaking, I believe, at 3 o'clock. Uh, I'm, I'm specifically speaking about how to effectively utilize IT recruiters in your job search. Uh, there will be other great speakers in the, set, in, in, the, in the conference, so there's a variety of other topics as well. Uh, so if you want to check out that, I believe they are handing out free general admission tickets right now. So uh, feel free to check it out. The website is right there. It's totechcareerfair.com. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And uh, happy to see you there. It's a great conference. And uh, uh, you can learn a lot, not just from myself, but from the other speakers. 
Uh, also, for those of you who missed it, I, my Tech Talks guest this week on Tuesday was Adil Man. We spoke about technical program management. Uh, Adil has a great career in BlackBerry. Uh, he's worked at Apple, Google, currently at Nike, and he spoke anything and everything about technical program management. Uh, the replay is up on my profile, so make sure you check it out. And without further ado, today's guest, uh, who I'm going to bring on shortly, is Eno Eka. And uh, again, I've been in touch with Eno for a while, and uh, she is a previous guest on my, my other show, which is Tech Talks. And just to give everyone uh, kind of a brief introduction about Eno. And so Eno is Eno Eka is a business analyst and change manager based out of Calgary, Alberta. Right. So so it's still morning for her. So when I bring her on, folks, say good morning. Don't say good afternoon. Like for those of us in Toronto, uh, she's an award winning career coach and speaker who has been recognized for helping more than 5000 immigrants kickstart their professional careers in Canada. That's amazing. Uh, she's a business analyst, content developer and course instructor at the University of Manitoba. Uh, she's the head uh, coach and principal consultant at Any Consulting Inc. Inc. Uh, in two years of arriving in Canada, Eno has touched the lives of thousands of immigrants to Canada. She has curated mentorship and coaching programs for immigrants to Canada, which have sought her recognition and, recognition and awards globally. And Eno is an embodiment of service as she volunteers with several nonprofit organizations to help immigrants to Canada integrate successfully and become gainfully employed. Eno volunteers as a mentor with helping other people succeed. Hops, uh, shout out to Hops, a great organization. Uh, Calgary Region Immigrant uh, <clears throat> Employee Council and is a study group leader with IIBA Calgary. She also volunteers at the Calgary Drop-In Center and Calgary Dream Center. She's a giving back sponsor for the Women in Need Society. Uh, Eka is the LinkedIn Group Manager for Canadian Business Analysts and Project Managers Network and Canadian Professional Immigrants Network and Facebook Group Manager. Uh, business analyst network where she provides support to immigrants in Canada. Uh, she's the host of the podcast Career Talk with Eno and Chichi, where she shares valuable insights on job search tips and strategies for new immigrants. Uh, her awards and achievements include Forbes 30 Under 30 nominee 2020 education category, uh, Calgary Top 40 Under 40 nominee 2019 and 2020, uh, Universal Women's Network winner 2019 award uh, for mentorship. RBC Women of Influence Award nominee 2020, Canada's Most Powerful Women, Top 100 Award in the RBC Future Launch, Future Leaders category, Top 100 Black Women to Watch in Canada 2020, RBC Top 25 Canadian Immigrant Awards nominee 2020, I voted for her by the way, and uh, 2020 Talberg uh, Eliasson Global Leadership Prize nominee, uh, globally recognized and featured by the IIBA for the CBAP Journey Campaign, host of the Global Business Analyst Online Meetup. IIBA Global Corporate Member, IIBA Endorsed Education Provider for all IIBA certifications, authorized training partner for Agile and Scrum through Scrum Study. And finally, she launched the Business Analyst Accelerated Coaching Program where she's helping 1,000 professionals start their business analysis careers. Amazing, amazing guest uh, today, folks. Make sure everyone gives a war very warm welcome. She's taking our time to speak with uh, all of you and share her, her journey. Uh, so uh, make sure everyone gives her a very warm welcome. Uh, Eno, thank you so much for your time and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dan. Happy to be here. And thank you for your vote as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, I'm, uh, I, I was, I was very excited to see you in there and, and, uh, you know, you're so active on LinkedIn, you provide so much value. So, you know, I, I definitely wanted to vote for you and, and I wish you all the best and have they come up with the final nominees or uh, where's um, that? No, um, that should be in the second week of uh, September. So. Got it, got it, got it. Awesome. So, folks, uh, is the voting still open, by the way? Uh, let me get these people to vote for you. <laughs> no, it's closed already. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. No worries, no worries. But, uh, yeah, really appreciate your time, Eno, and, and, you know, thanks so much for dropping in. 
And, uh, you know, obviously you're someone very, very qualified, you know, and, and a great positive role model for, for anyone and everyone who's seeking this career path as a business analyst. And, and, and you know, obviously a, a, a great role model for the newcomers, but not just the newcomers, obviously, for, for you know, anyone in this space uh, that you're in. Uh, so before we get started, we do have a few shout outs for, for, from some people uh, tuning in. Uh, we got uh, Adenike, sorry if I pronounce your name wrong, from, from Manchester. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we got uh, Anum, Anum, Anum from Toronto. Thanks, Anum, for tuning in. Uh, we got, uh, hey, Aniola from, uh, from Winnipeg. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we got uh, Chris from Winnipeg. So a lot of people from, uh, from out west uh, tuning in, so appreciate that. But uh, I'll continue to give the shout-outs, folks. Let's uh, get this session started because I know all of you are eager to uh, hear about uh, Eno. So, Eno, I mean, if we can kind of kick things off, and, and you know, yeah. your story is very inspirational. Uh, so can you tell everyone, uh, you know, how has your journey been into this space of business analysis? And if you can tell all the viewers and, and myself about that. Okay. Um, awesome. Thank you for having me, Dan. And uh, good morning, everyone uh, from here in Calgary. It's a beautiful day out. Um, so about me, um, as everyone knows, I, I never hesitate to share my story. I mean, if you go into my profile, you read where I've shared my story and my journey so far, because I like to document, you know, my current state and my future state, always looking at where I was, where I am, where I want to be. Um, so like you all know, and if you haven't, um, I started my career in accounting, um, studying accounting, practice accounting for a bit. Um, but I was fortunate to be involved in more of projects and initiatives that were um, delivering a lot more value to the organization than just my basic accounting duties. Um, so it kind of sparked my curiosity in what the project managers were doing because I was more in involved in project management activities. So I thought to, you know, make a slight change into project management and business analysis. Um, let me just put it out there that I'd always been passionate about technology and improving mm. business processes. And I wanted to sort of do more and be more. And that's really how um, you know, I, I went into business analysis and this happens with a lot of people because we just accidentally find ourselves involved in this kind of initiatives. And then there's that awakening that, oh, I can actually do this. Right. And that was me, just like a lot of people who um, are now very interested in business analysis. I was, you know, just like you years ago. And then I decided to, you know, um, take some courses, learn more about what project management is, what business analysis is all about, take courses, um, you know, get certifications, get mentorship and coaching. Um, and then, you know, starting to work on bigger projects and getting more exposed to, you know, business analysis, you know, as it is. Um, but the key thing, uh, which is something I just want to state early enough, is that um, everybody's a business analyst, right? We've yes. all been carrying out business analyst activities. So there's really no one that, you know, got out of university and said, oh, I want to be a business analyst or I am a business analyst. Right, it's something right. that you just find yourself doing. And that's because a lot of the activities that we carry out as business analysts are things that we everyone here does every day. So, you know, Farah, Adenike, Zafar, you know, Christopher, you all do it, right? Mm. So if you've been involved in helping an organization increase their revenue, save costs, improve the business processes, improve their customer satisfaction, improve, improve employee retention, those kind of um, engagement are what business analysts do because you're seeking to always improve things. You're seeking to always help the organization. Yeah, yeah. So as a business analyst, you're basically just delivering value. 
So when I was able to recognize the fact that everything I was doing was business analysis, I then embodied it, you know, and then improved on myself to become a business analyst. So brief history into, you know, how I came into business analysis. <laughs> awesome. I, I, I love that. I know because from what you're saying, you, you, I mean, you live and breathe business analysis. You see everything as business analysis. I think that's fantastic. And yeah. I think, you know, and, and from my perspective, you know, for me, it's like, I see everything as recruitment, right? So, and I think yeah. that's so important in your profession. Yeah. Uh, and, and that really, you know, uh, I guess help, allows you to excel in your field as well. Uh, now, the question I had for you, I know, and, and you know, I, and, um, you know, you didn't come from an IT or technology background. You, I believe uh, your your qualifications in uh, early on were, were in accounting, from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Now, can you speak on this? Uh, because I get this asked a lot of times as a recruiter is, Hey Dean, you know I'm I don't I don't have an IT background. I don't have an IT uh, you know degree or anything. I, I'm definitely interested in getting to a business analysis kind of a role. Is that a hindrance? I know like was that did that prove a challenge for you coming from non technical trying to get into a BA role? Uh, can you speak speak about that? Um, no, I having an I not having an IT um, degree like a computer science or computer engineering degree never um, was a boundary for me or a challenge for me. Instead, what I did was basically understanding um, how technology helps to improve the business. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, whatever you studied, you just need to, you know, be passionate about technology and innovation and sort of improve your knowledge. So um, because of the age we're in right now, everything runs on tech. You know, yeah. businesses are trying to automate everything. We're moving from a paper-based system to an automated, you know, software and technology-driven system. So you should also be going with that flow and that change. So yeah. you should you should adapt to um, the new systems and processes, basically. So if you don't have a technical degree, that's fine. But you just need to also open up your mind, you know, to what's happening in, in this industry that I'm in. What are the new things that are happening, the cool things happening with technology? See it as something that's cool. You know, you're you being uh, involved in an implementation. Um, you should find that as really cool and exciting, and that's how I. That's what I did, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to automate something that's manual and make it automated. Find it as something that's cool and exciting. Do your research, learn, ask questions. Um, the best way to learn is actually on the job, doing things, asking your developers questions. Why are we doing it this way? And then they'll tell you, right? So, and as you're as you're going through, um, you know, with your work. You know, you're learning, you're learning new things, you know, on the job. So it definitely doesn't um, stand as a challenge, only if you see it as a challenge. And even uh -huh. when um, employers ask for computer science degrees, engineering degrees, you should still apply because um, you only need to be able to communicate the value that you have to offer. You know, so do your research, know why they need someone with that degree. Maybe it's just an implementation. And if you're able to speak to, you know, things you've done in the past or the research that you've done, you can still stand a very good chance on getting that job. Gotcha. Gotcha. So from what you're saying, I know, and, and uh, yeah, and that's a great advice, by the way. And mindset obviously makes a huge uh, difference here. And, and what you're saying is, look, if you, if you think you're, it's going to be a hindrance to you, it will be a hindrance. Uh, so you got to change that perception from what you're saying. Yes. Yes, totally. Um, mindset is very key. Um, whenever I, I, I run my, masterclasses and webinars and information sessions, I talk about the seven pillars of business analysis. And the first is always the mindset. If you think you can do it, then you can. Um, you know, if you've already been involved in all these things, why can't you continue doing the same thing? 
um, regardless of the kind of software they use, the kind of tools they use. Um, the bottom line is that we want to deliver value to the organization. We want to be mm. able to recommend solutions to the organization. So regardless of whatever technology the organization is using, um, your mindset is, I can do this, I can help this company. And I just need to be able to communicate um, that I can actually deliver value. And then when I get on the job, I should be able to solve problems. So as a business analyst, you're constantly solving problems. That's how you deliver value. Got it. Got it. Understood. Now, the other question I had for you, I know, you know, and, and you know, obviously you seem very extroverted and, and uh, you know, that type of a personality. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but I guess for the viewers who might be more so, you know, maybe a little introverted or maybe they're not as uh, vocal or, or extroverted, uh, but they still, you know, they want to make the, you, you, they want to get into the business analysis uh, career or, 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 you know, path. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, how can they, you know, how can they kind of account for that? Like, what are you, what are you, any advice for, for, you know, individuals who might not be as, you know, because, because the human interaction is very important as a business analyst, correct? Exactly. Yes. So, um, you know, I had someone, um, you know, join my program in May and the first thing he said, oh, I'm very introverted. I don't think I can become a business analyst, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. But these are the lies we tell ourselves because, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you interact with your family members every day, you interact with your friends. So who says you can't That's do true. this with your coworkers and your stakeholders, right? Um, today, he's working with an oil and gas company here in Calgary as a business analyst. In just wow. two months, he was able to achieve that with without becoming an extrovert. He's still very introverted, you know, still very calm. The key thing is understanding that your interaction with your stakeholders is key to the success of your project and your communication skills, which are your verbal skills, you know, speaking to people, um, organizing meetings, um, interviewing them, and also your written communication, emails and documentation is very key. You do not have to be, you know, sort of all over the place, um, but, what I find is that know your communication style, what works for you and what works for your stakeholders. Mm -hmm. That way you're able to sort of adapt to their communication styles and yours. Um, you don't have to, um, people are scared of maybe facilitating like a large workshop. Um, maybe you may not have to, depends on the context you know, of the project and the kind of organization you're in. The organizational culture also matters. So you shouldn't be scared of being introverted. Um, yeah happy and be excited to help right um i i believe in building relationships with your stakeholders um because um you need to gain their trust they're very they're very key in the success of, of your project so regardless of how you know whether you're introverted or extroverted um build those relationships regardless you have family and friends and you've been able to build relationships with them so why can't you do that with your stakeholders um, I think it's really just the mindset thing that you have to be extroverted to be a business analyst. I do not think so at all. Right. right. Um, to be honest, we spend a lot of time, um, you know, developing documents um, and also in meetings. But however, um, you may not always be, you know, hosting the meetings, and you may be working in a team. But guys, don't don't let those excuses stop you from actually. Yeah. Getting yeah. Analysis. <laughs> love that love that yeah folks i mean uh, look just because you might have a different personality don't use as and I, I completely agree with that i know don't use that as a reason to not pursue what, where you want to be in life right yeah. so a hundred percent hundred percent agree with that uh now in terms and and sorry for the for for the viewers i do see we have some questions i will get to the question shortly yeah folks uh so feel free any questions you have for Eno regarding the career the, the career path of a ba uh definitely put it in uh, the comments and we'll get around to that shortly
so in in terms of challenges that you've had in your career, uh, you know, can you can you describe some of your the key challenges you faced that you overcame that you know some other BAs uh, who are kind of mapping out their career might be experiencing, uh, where you can share some wisdom there? For sure, definitely. Um, I think the first thing is um, the job descriptions. So um, I tell this pe to people all the time, um, when you see a job description and you know that you can deliver value on that role, you know you can do it. And you know they've just put in so many technical jargons and it makes you just start to doubt yourself, still apply. Um, yeah. A lot of us want to you know, check all the boxes 100% before we apply for a role. No, don't do that. Don't do that at all. Because the truth is, <laughs> um, you know, 50% yeah. of the time when you get into that role, it's totally going to be different. From yeah, the yeah, exactly. And I really do not know why, but I've seen a lot of copy and paste uh, yeah. for JVs. I don't know who do, who writes out these job descriptions. Also, sometimes, you know, these job descriptions are written by HR associates that really do not really know the context of the role. In yeah, itself, yeah. they go on Indeed, they go on Google, and they just copy and paste. And you would see a regular business analyst role, and the job description looks like it's for a developer, right? Um, yeah, so yeah. do not let those um, very scary job descriptions, you know, make you scared. Apply, still apply, right? If they reject you, that's fine, but at least you took that shot, right? It's yes. better than what if what if I apply for that role and or you see someone you know get I'm like oh I really saw that role I should have applied I'm even more qualified than he is but he took a chance on himself so yeah. don't do that to yourself you know still apply um, take the opportunity if you're if you're given an an opportunity to interview you know go out there you know you know speak your value and let them decide if they're going to take you on or not but the honesty is on you to take a chance on yourself and believe in yourself. Um, another thing, um, you know, another challenge is the the technical uh, words and jargons that are used. So, if you're transitioning to business analysis, you're going to be learning, you know, new um, terms um, that are used in the business analysis world. Um, do your research, right? Um, yeah, if yeah, you've yeah. gone through a course or a program, then you may have had some exposure into what these terms are. But, however, um, when they start saying technical things like that, do your research. It's, it's it's up to you to learn, to go go further and learn more, right? So if you yeah. wanna um, if you wanna be in tech, you should start doing some research about the technology side of things. If you wanna be in healthcare, in manufacturing, you should know the terminologies used in that domain. Um, I kind of it was part of one of my initial struggles with all the technical uh, languages being used. And I'm like, what are they saying? You know, yeah. I, I know how the technical guys can be. They're just talking blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what is yeah, this? Yeah. But then again, I'm writing down all these things and I go back and I do my research. And the next time I come in, I'm speaking just like them. So, you, you know, you have to, and that takes me to the next point. You have to continuously improve yourself. Um, you know, I find with a lot of business analysts, you know, you get that job, you know, and then you do not improve yourself. You're not learning new things. You're not improving yourself. Um, that's also one of the struggles that, um, a lot of new business analysts find another thing is also networking mm. um some people you know get that job and then they they become so um content i'm not saying you shouldn't be happy and content where you are but keep networking keep building your network you yeah, know yeah. Uh, as you're improving yourself reach out to people build your network because you never know um, opportunities could come to you by building your network it could, it could come to you by um joining organizations and communities um so you know 
leverage um you know uh, building your network that's also very key uh, for you in your business analysis career also uh, another thing is once you start in the business analysis career once what i find is most people start with like a functional ba role where they just do basic things like you know writing documentation but as you grow you want to start thinking about what's the roadmap for my career yeah. do i want to become a specialist uh, maybe a software specialist like ServiceNow or SAP or Microsoft Dynamics. Do I want to uh, specialize in a domain like banking, like healthcare, or do I also want to um, kind of move into um, an, um, a specialist role like cybersecurity analyst, data analyst, um, you know, agile business analyst? Do I want to become a product manager, a project manager? chart a roadmap for yourself and know where I want to be in the next five years or 10 years. And, you know, let your manager know or whoever you report to and say, this is really what I want to do. This is my personal development plan. And if there's any way you can support me. I, I'd like to take some courses. I'd like to take a diploma. I'd like to take a certification, but have a roadmap for yourself and your career. And don't be stagnant. I always say, don't be a vanilla BA, you know, have try to gain other skills along the way. Got it. Got it. Fantastic advice. I especially like what you mentioned, uh, you know, about how job seekers, you know, they get the job and then, you know, they start working, they get into the, the routine and all that, and they completely forget about the, you know, the thinking ahead. And, yeah. and uh, I totally agree with that. And and for those of you listening, uh, folks, uh, the best time to keep networking and then continue networking and start networking, if you haven't been networking, is, is while you have a job. Uh, you want to set up your, your chess pieces before you need to move them, right? So I, I I think that's that's fantastic advice, uh, you know. Um, I like to ask say something, Dean. Why is it that when people are in a role, they're a lot more attractive to you, recruiters, staffing people? Why are they a lot more attractive? You know, it's just it's just funny how you know when you're in a role, you're a lot more attractive, right? So don't yes. kind of don't kind of turn your turn your backs to um, new opportunities. Is what exactly. I would say. Yeah. I don't know, you're sort of a, more attractive because you're actually doing the thing and there is that belief that you can keep doing that thing. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, that's exactly it. Because yeah. when you're working and employed, then the recruiter or even, you know, companies that are trying to poach you, what they're yeah. thinking is this person is, you know, probably delivering a lot of value. That's why they're employed. And this organization yeah. is paying them and, and keeping them on board. They must be yeah. getting a good ROI. That's That's the thinking, right? So absolutely, hundred exactly. um, percent. So folks, you know, keep keep that in mind, and, and you know, think ahead. So uh, great advice there, you know. And uh, so in terms of uh, you know um, uh, the mistakes that that people make in their careers, like and not just their careers, but also in their job search. Uh, any anything additional you can mention about that? That I know, like uh, from a career standpoint. Um. Well, there's a lot of mistakes. A lot, a lot of mistakes. So what I find is. With a lot of people, the first thing they tell themselves is, I don't have the experience. Yeah. So they yeah. kind of self sabotage by saying, I don't have the experience, so I'm not even qualified, which is definitely not true. Like I said before, if you've been involved in a lot of all these activities, you definitely have the experience. You just need to know how to translate your experience so that it's, um, it's, it's catchy, it's attractive, and they want to speak to you. So on your resume, yeah. on your LinkedIn profile, um, when I see it, am I excited to talk to you? Do I want to learn more about the things that you've done um, already? So being able to make sure that your resume communicates the value that you have to offer as a business analyst, regardless of your title. 
So guys, the definition of a business analyst is someone, anyone who carries out these activities. And you know, I talked about these activities, analyzing the business needs, um, devising new strategies for the business, recommending solutions, delivering value, collaborating with stakeholders. If you've done any of these things, you are a business analyst. So yeah. make sure that your resume states that you've done these things. Um, look at what the organization is looking out for and make sure you can align your experience to what they're requesting. So firstly, people say, I don't have the experience, which is wrong. So if yeah. you can actually communicate your experience um, on your resume, on your LinkedIn profile, then that would be amazing. You get those opportunities for sure when you start applying. And then um, what I find is a lot of people stay stuck with three and out applications. Mm. You tell me that you're looking for a job and I say, okay, what are you, what exactly are you doing about it? And you say, well, I've been applying. I've done a thousand applications. Well, yeah. have you spoken to anyone? Have you chatted with anyone? Are you using your LinkedIn to connect with people? I've never taken an opportunity um, to, for a job without talking to someone in that organization, speaking to mm. them, trying to see if I could get a referral. And even if I can't get a referral, speak to someone in that organization ask questions, learn more about the culture, learn more about the role, um, you know, research who the potential managers for that position are, take a look at their profile, try to connect with them. You know, going the extra mile, you know, goes a long way. So a lot of people, um, they just focus on applying online without yeah. networking. They don't also leverage um, connecting with people, you know, who always constantly have these roles, like recruiters. I find a lot of recruiters, they post on their profile, say, my client needs five BAs, my client needs six project managers. If you're in the GTA, send me a message, that kind of thing. So you wanna make sure you're mm -hmm. using LinkedIn to network. Another thing is the lack of confidence um, also plays out in a lot of things. You can see the lack of confidence, you know, in how they structure out their LinkedIn profile. They don't stick yeah. their accomplishments and the value they have to offer. And you get on the profile and you're like, mm, this person they wanna be, or is this person, does, can this person really do this? Um, yeah. Also, even in the interview, they don't, the lack of confidence shows because they're not even confident in themselves. Therefore, during the interview, they, they don't really speak to the needs of the organization. And it comes from doing your research, knowing what the organization needs. Why do they need to hire a BA? Why do they need me? Right? Mm -hmm. What does the organization do? Um, you know, what, are, what products or services do they offer? Are they trying to improve their processes? Are they trying to implement a new solution? Why do they need me? And how can I help them, right? So during the interview, you want to be confident in your abilities, not overconfident, but confident in your abilities to help that organization. And it shows in your interview, you should genuinely care about that organization. It should be yeah. evident that you've done your research about that organization and that you can come in and start delivering value. So all these things are mistakes that a lot of business analysts make. Um, another mistake uh, that they make is not um, not thinking about the long term. You know, it's yes. a long term game, right? I tell people, um, if you want to really do this, do this, then you should take it really seriously. So look at the markets, right? Um, I, I live in Canada. I look at the job descriptions. I say, what are employers looking out for in um, in business analysts? What's a common denominator in uh, in these job descriptions and you know if there is anything that i do not have how can i get it if it's mm. certain 
certification that's a common denominator across all the jobs across Canada, then I think I should have it so I can stand a chance. If there is this certain um, skill that I lack, um, then I should, I should definitely go get it so I can stand a chance. Another thing that I also find a mistake a lot of um, new business analysts make is that they don't focus on their competences. They focus more on all the tools and the technologies. Every organization is different, right? Yeah, Every yeah. culture of organizations are different. You can't know all the tools and all the technologies and you lack the competences. You, you definitely won't last as a BA or even on that role because it's more of the competences that actually are help you on the job. And that's why with the interviews that BAs have, they're asking questions that relate to your communication skills, um, your influence and negotiation skills. They're asking questions relating to how you work with a the team. They want to know how you, you know, you manage your stakeholders. Those things are really, really key. A lot of BAs focus on learning all the shiny, you know, tools and shiny objects. You know, they want to learn a thousand things. However, do you really have the competences that an organization would see and say, you know, he'll be great for our team? Right. So you want to make sure you focus on your competences as a business analyst, because that's also really key. And these are really the soft skills, you know, my problem solving skills, um, my communication skills. You want to focus on these things first and yeah. build up on these things before you even say, oh, I want to become a certified BA. Right. So I tell people to get through the competency guide and you look at the competence of a BA. How many of these do I really need? Can I really do this thing is what you should ask yourself first. Fantastic, fantastic advice there, and and um, folks, uh, for those of you watching, I hope you you know you guys are taking notes because I know I know sharing some you know great information here, and and what I'm getting from you so far, I know is is definitely a very proactive approach. Exactly, like you're not just you're you're saying you know don't just sit back and expect things to be handed to you. You're saying do your research, be proactive, you know, do a market analysis, compare the job descriptions, look for what's popular, what's not so popular. Exactly. And taking a proactive approach. I think this is something a lot of job seekers might struggle with. I know just my experience as a recruiter. I find that a lot of job seekers, you know, they expect certain things to be given to them or handed to them. Uh, but the fact is, folks, I mean, we're living in the internet internet age. I mean, everything's on the internet. You, there's a lot of great resources. Uh, exactly. All it takes is sometimes a quick Google search to find out some great resources where you can do your research and everything. Yeah, exactly. I tell people there's YouTube, right? There's Google. Where you can actually find out all these info, all this information with regards to um, you know your your career path, the job search, right? You don't wait for things to be handed to you. For me, I interviewed someone recently for my organization, and during the interview, I asked the question, and she was like, "Well, I don't know. Maybe when I come in, I'm like, uh oh, you don't, you didn't even research what I do. You don't know exactly <laughs> what I offer, yeah, right? Yeah. So that is very key." If you're not speaking my language already, you can't be on my team because we yeah. you, you wouldn't know how I serve my customers, what I do, because customer service is very key to a lot of organizations. So you they want you they want to know does this person um kind of uh flow with our organizational culture? Can this person be a great blend into our culture? So you want to make sure you've done your research. It's so key. I find a lot of job seekers, um, I I mean. Sorry to say, but a lot of people are selfish. They don't really go into the interview and show that they genuinely care about the organization. They exactly. Haven't done so so true. So true. They haven't done their research. So you just true. want the job. What about the organization that's employing me? Right? Have they recently suffered, um, you know, maybe a data breach, and that's why they need me? 
you know, or are they trying to enter a new market? That's why they need me. Or is there a new competitor in town that's taking away our, their customers? That's why they need me. Have you really done that research? And are you speaking to the pain points of the organization? 200, I mean, that, that, you, that was so well said, I know, and, and you hit something you know, that's right on the knob, you know, and, and by the way, folks, uh, we understand that a lot of you might be, you know, in, in kind of a pressure situation, right? Maybe you're unemployed, you're looking for the work, you know, you have your stress, you you know, how do you pay the rent? How do you pay your mortgage? Totally get that. But what NO is saying is that ultimately the business is meeting uh, to find out if you can help them solve a problem. So 100% agree with you, NO, and, and that's great yeah. advice there. Now, something another thing I wanted to ask with you, Eno, and, and I know you had some interesting thoughts on this. Uh, you know, some people think, okay, you know, I want to get into business analysis. I want to work for the big companies. I want to work for you know the big big banks or you know Ernst and Young or, or Deloitte, which is great. That was uh, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, I, I read that. That's why I wanted to ask you this question. So, uh, but, but your viewpoint has has you know obviously since changed. Can can you talk to talk to the viewers about that? Yeah, for sure. So for a lot of us, we want to work for you know the top five banks. We want to work for the big, uh, big four consulting companies. We want to work for you know the, the popular companies, the big shiny companies. You know the the fangs, right? However, um, you know you're looking to get that opportunity. Say you're making that transition. You're totally new. It's not like I'm not saying you can't get it right off the bat. You can. However. I like to say give give yourself opportunities to grow in sort of medium and smaller organizations because with a lot of these organizations they give you that opportunity to grow your tax with a lot more you you got yeah. you get more exposure and you learn a lot of things i mean for me as um a new grad a new ba it was like i was doing 10 things at the same time yeah. but i was actually expanding and opening up myself now um, I, I share that story because I was actually supposed to be doing accounting, right? But for some for some reason, I got more involved in project management. If I was in, say, in one of the big fours, I would just be focused on probably doing my auditing or doing, yeah. fan, um, you know, corporate advisory or doing taxation, you know, because they're very streamlined like that. But because I was in that kind of organization where it was very fast paced, um, I was able to be exposed to so many things and you learn on the go and you build your experience and you get the exposure you need and you kind of discover yourself a lot more. If I didn't have that opportunity and that exposure, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. So right. guys, look out for these smaller organizations and you know, take a chance on yourself. I mean, if they give you that opportunity, why not? Take it, don't say I must, I mean, it's good to um, have desires and goals, however, you know, Take any opportunity you can and you know get on with it. Start getting gaining the experience along the way. And then trust me, those bigger organizations, once you've built your personal brand, you've got some experience, those bigger organizations will actually even start, you know, coming to poach you. You know, yeah. so take take a chance on yourself. Don't always say, Oh, I must work for these big organizations. And because of that, you're still seeking for a job for three months and four months, you know. Um, just apply it, really. Just apply. It. No, don't judge. Don't yeah. just fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. I mean, have an open mind. And yeah, just, you know, and, and you know, I'm not a, a business analyst, obviously, but uh, I, I have probably, you know, the positions that I worked at that that were at smaller organizations were the ones where I probably learned the most. Exactly. Uh, because you're just exactly. doing so many different things, like not just, exactly. you know, one one particular thing. Exactly. So uh, great advice there. 
And I do see the questions here, Joel. I do see your question. I see a question from uh, from Raksha. I'm going to get to the questions also for uh, Shatija. I'll get to your questions, uh, folks. Thanks for putting those in. Feel free to continue putting the questions. Uh, also, shout out to Munir. Thanks so much for your feedback. Uh, glad to hear you're enjoying the shows. Uh, so in terms of, uh, let's talk about branding, uh, you know, before we start, you know, wrapping this up, you know, okay. but obviously you have developed uh, a very strong brand for yourself as, as a business analyst, as a business analyst coach. Uh, and I've said this before, whenever, whenever I think of business analysis or business analysis coaching, I think of NO, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I guess my, my question to you, NO, is kind of twofold. Uh, firstly, do you suggest, you know, the importance of personal branding for all BAs? And the uh, second part of the question is, how can the business analysts uh, in the audience, how can they start doing this and, and developing their brand? Firstly, I suggest personal branding for everyone. We should all have yeah. a personal brand. Start building your personal brand. You know, the thing about this times we're in, Din, is that um, I don't need to meet you to know more about you. I can Google you. What, yeah. When I Google you, what do I see about you? I see you're a tech recruiter. I see your YouTube channel. I see the first thing that when you Google me, the first thing you see is my LinkedIn profile. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, LinkedIn, you did well on the SEO. So that's instinctively, that's the first link anyone is going to click. When they click on my LinkedIn profile, what do they see about me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you want to think about when someone Googles me and organizations do that today when they're recruiting, when they're searching, they Google they Google you, what do they see about you? So build a brand for yourself, be known for something. I choose to be known for business analysis. Um, it is my passion, is what I do. I definitely changed my life and my orientation about my career journey. And I like to share that. And I like to help mm. other people. Now, what are you passionate about, right? If you're passionate about business analysis, there are some people that I have followed them on LinkedIn because of the things they do. I followed you on LinkedIn, Dean, because of what I saw you were doing, right? right. I'm like, He's dropping great tips and nuggets. This is fantastic. I'd like to, you know, hear more from what he has to say because what you were given was top notch. So what is what do you know that someone can learn from you? What do you what information do you have? Don't hold your knowledge. Share, yeah. create content, write articles, write posts, um, comment on people's posts, engage with them, build your visibility that way. Be known for something. There's a lot of people that when you when you see their picture, something comes to your mind. That's how you build your brand. So please. You know, you're passionate about business analysis. If you are truly passionate and you just don't want to come into business analysis because you want to make money, because you hear that BAs make $100 an hour and so you want to do it. But if you're really, really passionate about it, start showing us how passionate you are about it. Let's get to know you, the real you, uh, what you do for work, you know, what you're passionate about, the kind of projects you like to work on, you know, the books you're reading, the, um, the courses you took, the certifications you got, whatever it is. Start building your personal brand. LinkedIn is a fantastic um, avenue to do that. And the great thing about LinkedIn is it connects you to people around the world. Um, yeah. You know, the top CEOs um, have a LinkedIn profile of all social media. You can actually become friends with anyone by being LinkedIn connection by showing genuine, um, um, genuine. Um, respect for what they do, you know, commenting yeah. on their posts and they get to kind of notice you. And when you reach out to them and you know you want to have a chat with them about what they do, they're really, really open to, you know, getting on a, getting on a Zoom call with you because they've seen what you do. They know what you stand for and you've connected with them. So please build a personal brand. It's very, very key. 
um linkedin is a fantastic way to build a brand you want to start a youtube channel fantastic if you like video if you like to write text you know start creating posts start doing things that will get you seen and noticed um there's zero cost for advertising really zero cost for advertising yeah. and the opportunities will start coming to you i mean you know someone like dean can share that the fact that he's been doing this you know for free and helping people opportunities have come to him that he didn't have to go pitch for yeah. Right. And that's what happens when you build a personal brand. You find that you don't even have to apply for jobs or people put you for opportunities. You'll be amazed. Um, I, I, I shared this message, but I said I had one time a CTO of a bank actually sent me a DM on LinkedIn. I'm like, am I dreaming? So it does happen. <laughs> yeah, it does happen, guys. Build your brand, be known for something, you know, connect with people, share knowledge, comment on people's posts. You know, and I, that's the fastest way to become visible on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. On people's posts. You know, if you if you know this trick, you will do it all the time, and then also create your own content. You know, build a personal brand. It's so it's so so key, so key. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, and folks, don't underestimate what Eno said about the commenting. If you're too shy to put your own videos or your posts, uh, commenting and engaging on other people's posts is a great way for you to get started and get your your thoughts out there. And 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 use it as a way that, that that's how you make yourself more visible, just like Eno is saying, right? And and especially yeah. if, if you think strategically, actually, okay, if you're a BA watching this, you see Eno post uh, post something. If I was a BA here, what I would be thinking is, first of all, okay, Eno is very visible. Like everybody knows Eno, like who's in the BA space. Maybe if I comment and, and engage on her post, maybe someone else, uh, you know, sees that comment and they they get to know about me as a BA. Maybe I'm looking for work. And I make myself more visible, right? Yeah. So, exactly. so it's almost like, yeah, it's almost like you're piggybacking, but of course, in an ethical way, and and you're not taking anything away from Eno. You're getting her attention by by commenting on her post, but you might be getting something out of it for uh, for yourself as well. Uh, so think yeah. about it strategically. Like, don't underestimate commenting, engaging. Very important. Uh, everyone completely agree. Uh, great thoughts there, Eno. Uh, now, Eno, any any final thoughts on uh, you know any job search advice, tips or advice uh, for the BAs? I know you shared a lot of great information. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add or any motivational tips and advice for those who might be struggling in their job search? Um, well, I'll just like to share something I always talk about, which are the seven pillars to success in business analysis. So it first starts right. with the mindset, right? Um, how can I help organizations? What have I done in the past that can help any organization? Is the mindset that I can do it. When you start telling yourself, I can't do it, I don't have the experience, I never had that title, right? You've already self-sabotaged yourself. So the mindset is very key starting with a strong mindset building your confidence would really really help you getting started in the business analysis field trust me um people who are bas don't have two heads we have one head we're not extra mm. special we're people who just stood up to the fact that i want to help organizations and they see themselves as internal consultants whereby they're looking at the business processes the things we're doing they're trying to improve Thing. So if you're already doing this, then you're already a business analyst. You just need to step up your game and embody it, right? So leveraging your experience, you want to get into business analysis. What experience do I have right now? What have I done over the years that I can leverage to get into business analysis? So leverage your experience. Your past experience still counts. People mm. say, oh, I have 10 years of experience. I want to get into BA. I had 10 years in sales. I'm not getting into business analysis. I'll go in as entry level. No. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Still counts, right? When yeah. people say that, I look at the profile and say, you have 10 years of experience. Why do you want an entry-level role? That's because yeah. they feel they should come in at entry-level. So your experience counts. Um, 
and then gaining knowledge right so like you know dean said you know gain knowledge you know google youtube whatever you need to do gain knowledge understanding what business analysis is what are the standards used for business analysis you know look at the iiba go to the website register become a member get access to their library start reading business analysis books read the business analysis book of knowledge understand how how and what it's like to practice business analysis and then improve on your skills so like we talked about what are the skills required for a business analyst right go online look at the um global business analysis survey look at the skills required by all organizations and try to improve on those skills so if i have communication skills i want to improve on that if i have skills with working in a team then i need to work on my teamwork skills whatever it is and then if they're also skills that re re relate to actually doing things like on the job then find a way to learn those skills um then another thing is um leveraging certifications so you know if you've gotten some experience and you're qualified to get a certification then go ahead and get it to help validate your knowledge and your experience and then of course improve your employability and your earning so try to leverage certifications your business analysis career um another thing i'd like to talk about is coaching and mentorship um, which is one of the pillars. So as you grow your career, you need a coach, you need a mentor. There's really no one that's very successful that never worked with a coach or had someone to coach or mentor them, right? So yeah. get coaching, get mentorship, you know, learn from people who have gone ahead of you. That's how you succeed um, in your business analysis career. Also, continuous improvement, continuously improve yourself. Do not become a dinosaur. It's so dynamic, the business analysis world, that you need to constantly improve yourself, learn new things right read books expand your mind and your knowledge don't say people come meet me and say i want to become business but i don't like it i hate it i'm like you're using <laughs> IT right now you're chatting <laughs> seriously guys seriously so please, please please you cannot say oh i don't like tech i don't like it blah 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 no expand your mind open up yourself to learning new things right to consciously improve yourself and with all these things and a combination of everything, you definitely have a successful business analysis career. Wow, fantastic. That was a mic drop right there. I like fantastic <laughs> advice. Appreciate that, I know. Uh, we got some great positive feedback from the viewers. We got AO says, uh, great advice, I know. And Dean, uh, awesome. Thanks, I know, uh, AO. Uh, we got uh, BG who says, yes, I truly agree with Eno. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, BG. Uh, we got uh, Adenike, I hope I pronounced your name correctly, uh, who says, this is really eye opening. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Miriam says, it's always an eye-opening experience listening to you both. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> our pleasure, Miriam. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you. Uh, thanks so much. Yeah. Now, before we get into the questions, uh, the Q&A uh, uh, part, I know, can you tell the viewers, because uh, I, I know you provide coaching services for business anal uh, analysts. Uh, yeah. Can you speak, to, uh, can you let the viewers know more about how you can potentially help them? Okay. So I can potentially help you um in um in different ways and i'll just list three um so the first way is if you want to become certified um in business analysis then um you could get um, your business analysis certification we have a certification prep course to prepare you for the business analysis certifications with coaching alongside um to help you succeed in your certification so the ecba ccba and cbap whichever um you want to take also if you're already um certified you have experience and you're sort of lacking in the mindset and um, the interview and networking skills and everything else that you need to get a job then you can take advantage of career coaching so business analysis career coaching and right. then we have the accelerator program which is 
my signature program that is a combination of everything and more. So with the accelerator program, you learn how to leverage your mindset and your confidence to get into business analysis. You get um, um, access to the certification prep as well. So you get access to the PDUs for certification and become a certified business analyst. Also, it includes Scrum certifications as well, Six Sigma certifications, all inclusive in that program. And then we have, um, you know, mindset coaching, career coaching, um, in-depth career coaching for, you know, from your resume to your LinkedIn to interviews, everything that you need, basically. And then we have also live sessions um, to help you um, analyze what the situation is and how you can move forward. So those are the ways I could help you. Um, either with um, certification prep, career coaching, or with the accelerator program that's all in one that gives you more access to everything that I have to offer. And the truth is, guys, it's not as um, it's not as difficult as, as it seems. I find that we are, ourselves are our own um, kind of stumbling blocks. We kind of yeah, are yeah. kind of our own obstacles because first we tell ourselves, oh, I, I can't do this or I can't afford this. When you take away the can't, from the situation, then it becomes uh, something that you can actually do. And there's a there's one of my favorite um, quotes that says, "Whether you think you can, you're right. Whether you think you can't, you're also right." So yeah, the choice yeah. is yours. Awesome, fantastic. So yeah, folks, make sure you uh, you know for, for for more information about that, make sure you connect with Eno. Uh, by the way, Eno, what's the best way for people to reach out to you or connect with you? Uh, are you open to new LinkedIn connections? Uh, should people follow definitely, you or okay? Definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. Eno Eka is my name. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm happy to um, help you. Um, also, I have I have a lot of content on my LinkedIn profile um, with live sessions I've done with several. Um, professionals um i've done myself i have a youtube channel as well where all this is hosted uh for you and uh, articles and i like to share you know what i'm learning and also share advice and tips and strategies that have helped me in my career i basically like to use my life as a lesson to other people so that um you can learn from my experience and um you know you, you don't you don't sort of make the same mistakes that i made yeah Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, folks, highly recommend you follow and, and connect with Eno. Uh, she practices what she preaches, right? Everything she's been telling you, uh, you know, throughout the session, she does herself. So again, thank you so much, Eno. Appreciate that. Let's get into the questions. I do have, uh, we do have a few minutes here, uh, uh, Eno. So thanks for your time. Uh, we got Pra uh, Prabeen who says, uh, hi, Eno, how do you feel your BA role balanced with personal life? So I guess he's asking about the work-life balance. Um. Well, I have very good work-life balance. Um, you should be able to get it, get done with work and focus on your personal life. Um, for me, why I feel I'm very passionate about business analysis is because it sort of became like a lifestyle for me. I've always been someone who's constantly trying to improve things around me, move things around, make things better. I'm always thinking about new ways of doing things. Um, you tell me something, I'm thinking, why don't you do it this way? Why don't we do it this way? In fact, a lot of my family members say, this is not business analysis. We're talking. <laughs> 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 but it's really just the way I am and the way I think. So it, it's, it, it, I've kind of had a blend with, um, you know, practicing business analysis and being agile in my life. But yeah. I'm also able to, um, you know, strike a balance between um, work, 
and you know my typical day and i like to go on vacations i like to travel so take time off work awesome. and just go <laughs> go rest <laughs> awesome awesome thanks thanks so much and and prabeen i hope that answers your question we have a question here from joel uh, shout out to joel uh, who I tunes know. in quite frequently uh, yeah. So Joel says, uh, "No, I'm an experienced business analyst back home, but I'm struggling a lot to get interviews here in Canada. I'm using customized resumes, cover letters, even video cover letters. I'm reaching out to some recruiters in my network, and also using different websites like LinkedIn, Indeed, Monster. What else could I do to improve my chances of getting interviews? Hmm. Uh, any yeah. any additional thoughts on that, Eno? Video cover letters. I was that a thing, Dan? I I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I mean I, I'm not sure about the success of, about of those, but uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so Joel, I, I'm not sure what you're doing wrong. Um, so have you gotten interviews yet? Um, if you yeah. have, what was the feedback from the interviews? If you've been applying and haven't gotten an interview, then you would need to um, look at what you're using the resumes the cover letter what are you saying what um what's um what language are you using on the resume is it really a good match what i find is with a lot of people is they want to move into business analysis and then on their resume they have things on the resume that are not a good match for example i see someone say a uh, manager right branch manager or sales manager you i don't think you should have that like on your resume um, what kind of keywords are you using? Are you stating the value you can offer based on the accomplishments um, from your past projects? Um, are you also going above and beyond to reach out to people in those organizations and you know having a quick chat to get to know yeah. more? Um, I can't really say, but I think you should also have someone else review your resume for you and uh, have someone um, look at your LinkedIn profile. Um, and then these recruiters you said you're connecting with, um, what feedback do they have for you based on um, if they've sent you to any of your clients? Was there any feedback? You should get that feedback and work on it. Um, also, I would say for the roles you're applying for, um, are there some things that you felt maybe um, would have been an, an obstacle to you not getting that role? Um, or, or is there something that was a must-have that you didn't have? Um, I can't really say for sure, but um, try to take this back and see if you can work on it. Um, and see how that works out for you. Uh, feel free to send me a message. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, uh, thanks, Eno, Joel. I hope that helps. And just to kind of uh, some additional thoughts there. Uh, just and you know, Eno pretty much touched on it, but uh, it depends on which part of your your job search cycle you're you're experiencing the the barrier or the block. Uh, exactly. If, if you if those initial phone calls are not converting into interviews, could be something occurring on that initial conversation. So you might have to exactly. investigate that, Joel. Uh, so make sure you look into that. Uh, I have time for one more question, folks. Uh, let's see here. So I'll pick out one more question. Um, so we got Shatija who says, uh, hi, Eno, what are the certifications that can be, that can be taken up which are ad advantageous for BA? Um, the IIBA certifications for sure. Okay. Um, look at the IIBA certifications um, based on your years of experience. There's definitely one for you. If you have the ECBA, the CCBA, or the CPAP. So go to www.iiba.org. And you look at the certifications tab and see which of the certifications um, you can take based on your years of experience. I highly advise you take those certifications. And besides, that's what a lot of um, employers ask for um, if you're here in Canada or even in North America generally. Um, the IBA certifications definitely hold water for you. 
Awesome. Fantastic. Hope that helps, uh, Shatija. And before we wrap this up, we have a few shout-outs here. We got uh, Zafar says, uh, thank you very much, N.O. and Dean. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, Zafar. Thank you. Uh, we, uh, and sometimes it does this. It doesn't show the name. So the mystery yeah. person says, thanks, N.O. and Dean. This is great. Awesome. Uh, and they also said, so applicable for all careers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, well, can I squeeze in one more question? I know it's... Uh, sure, yeah. definitely. Okay, okay, got it. So this person asks, thanks for the informative session. In today's market, projects are moving into Scrum. As a BA with experience, what certification is better, CBAP or Scrum Master for the future? I would say which one is better. Um, as a BA, and um, you experience BA, um, having the CBAP certification puts you um, at the highest level. Um, it validates your experience and knowledge, so you should have the CBAP as well as getting a Scrum certification. I definitely agree with you that a lot of projects are using Scrum, which is the most popular uh, of all the Agile um, methodologies, so our framework. So you should definitely um, you know, look into getting a professional Scrum Master, a certified Scrum Master, whatever it is, get one of those. However, I wouldn't say either or, I would say and um, for your case, yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Eno. And whoever answered, asked the question, unfortunately, they're not showing your name, but thanks for the question. Hope that helped. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up, folks. Uh, Eno, thank you so much for, for your time. You spent an hour thank with you us. Again. Wow. Uh, yeah, you shared you shared so much great information that will help the, you know, the BA viewers uh, who are struggling in their career or maybe just need some direction. And yeah. uh, for those of you who want to reach out, connect, uh, you know, directly to Eno, feel free to reach out and connect with her for more information about how he, she can help. And uh, make sure you follow her. Great, uh, great person to follow uh, in the space. Uh, for those of you watching, thanks so much for tuning in. If you found value, make sure you like, comment, share uh, so that this, this information can be made available to everyone in your network. And uh, make sure you tune in uh, every week where, where I do these sessions and uh, hope everyone got some great information out of it. Uh, thanks so much, everyone. Thanks, Eno. And everyone have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.